Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Hello, and welcome to Episode 98. Thanks so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today I am joined once again by writing coach and educator Nicola Davison, who shares practical ways to organize family memories, mementos, pictures, and movies into a cohesive family story. And now on to the show. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Once again, I'm joined by Nicola Davison, who helps her clients write and publish their life stories. Welcome back, Nicola. Thank you. So in our last episode, you gave our listeners great tips on how to begin the writing process. And I'm envisioning people just surrounded by a treasure trove of family stories, mementos, pictures, movies. How might someone begin to organize and create a family story? Yes. And look, uh, these treasure troves, I can see mine. I'm sitting in my garage recording and I can see under the workbench, there's four plastic tubs and they are brimming. (laughs) So I'm not alone. (laughs) No, they're brimming with uh, old photographs. There's school reports. We have some old photo uh, old hockey trophies and I think it's in my husband's container there he has complete specimens of bugs and snakes in the Maldahard of his childhood so yes some interesting treasures there (laughs) just a boy in Australia (laughs) oh yeah yep yep he's one of those so um I totally get it there is it is very overwhelming and you can't possibly think, how am I going to break down and compile a full life story? Like it's, it is, it's like you've got to eat this elephant with the, with the spoon. And I think it comes down to, if I will summarize this, some key steps. Firstly, you need to pause before you start writing. Just have a think about how you're going to plan this. I mean, some people, yes, you'll fly by the seat of your pants and you will dive in there and you you will do it your own way and that is fine. But I do find um, with others that it it can be comforting and helpful to have a bit of a plan. And I'm definitely a planner, so I recommend that way. Once you have this plan, then you start with the writing. And this can be first drafts, um, which no one's meant to see. It's okay. You just throw words down. It's terrible. You don't want to reread it and edit it as you go. Just write something. And once you get that bank of words, that's when you can come back and edit it, which is the third stage. So polishing your drafts is the third phase. Getting that all neat, I call that sort of panel beating it into shape. (laughs) A lot of people will say the writing is in the rewriting. And the final phase, which is the best phase, which is the publishing phase. And depending on what format, of course, that can look differently. It's getting that ready for the printer and then getting it back in your hot little hand and then celebrating it and with your friends and family. So they're the four key steps, planning, writing, polishing and publishing. 
But if you're just starting out, as I mentioned earlier, um, it's really important to know what you're going to write. So who you're writing for and why you're writing. You've got to have that clear to tell a good story. So it's a great place to start um, when you're planning, just to get a quick few dot points down about that on a piece of paper or in your mind before you start. Then make a plan, sort of set some dreams and some goals. So what is your ideal goal with this project? What's it going to look like? And then how are you going to break that down into achievable goals? So it might be, I want to write a full life story in a year. So then, okay, and I'll break that down into monthly goals and then weekly goals. And then hopefully, if I can convince everyone to start a regular daily writing practice or at least a couple of times a week. And so you're making up a writing schedule. And so you're going to think then about practical considerations. So you might want to tell someone you're doing this to make you a little bit accountable or buddy up with someone who's doing a similar project. And then you might feel like you want to read some help that could be going to the library or and getting some books on the topic or about writing or could be seeking out someone who's done it before or contacting a coach like myself. Then I like to get people to come up with an idea where they're going to write. So have a set place where you like to write. And, of course, you can mix that up. You can write in your kitchen. You can write in your garden. You can write at the beach or wherever you want to. But it's great to have a central place where you keep all your documents or all these treasures that you might want to refer to. So that's a practical consideration. Then the next step would be, yes, going bringing on the memories. So you're trying to brainstorm about um, maybe you're walking through your home and you're seeing ornaments and pictures and photos that are on the walls or throughout the rooms. That's going to bring memories to the surface. It might be revisiting places from your childhood. That also brings up memories. It could be listening to different types of music. Music is a great time traveler. It will transport you to places when you heard that music or you saw that band. So that's a great one for bringing on memories. Then you can talk to others, other relatives. They're great too for highlighting sketchy memories that you may have that, you know, you were too young to to remember correctly. So they're all great. And, of course, your treasure trove. Diving into those, that is a rabbit hole. You can get (laughs) in that and you have all kinds of memories coming to the fore. So it's really important to have sort of like a small notebook, making a note of things that you'd like to include or could be included in a life story. And you're going to have a lot of things coming to the surface. And as you start bringing things to the surface, more and more things and more memories come to the surface. So you're going to be almost bombarded with all of these memories. I'd suggest writing them down, even just a short sentence of keywords so that when you're writing, you can come back to them. And then part of the planning process is coming up with a basic outline. So you've, yes, we've got this great big collection of memories now. They're all coming up to the surface. You kind of need to prioritise the key memories and the key events that we want to include in a life story. So what ones really have to be in there? So we make an outline and that basically then becomes a basic chapter outline if you're doing a book. And timelines here can help as well guide that. And I suppose to finish up the part of this planning too, once you've done all that, so you've got your basic understanding of who and why you're writing, you've made a plan, 
You thought about these practical considerations. You've got your memories. The last is all in your mindset, okay? <laughs> You're going to be positive. Like, yeah, you might not have done something like this before and you're going to doubt yourself as a writer and you're going to feel overwhelmed with the project. But you kind of just have to put on that, that character that, no, I'm going to act the part. I'm going to I'm going to regularly write. I'm going to push through this. It feels a bit uncomfortable, but I'm just going to start out slowly. And even if you do a sentence a day <laughs> or one memory a day, and then I tell people if you can just write 12 sentences like that's that's a story a short story that goes into a bigger project so if you can start doing that and then start doing it in a couple of days and then that starts to become a couple of weeks and a couple of months and before you know it it's these stories are stacking on top of each other and you have quite a body of work then to work with Mm. so it really is slowly slowly and you will get into a flow and you'll have your first draft. That's the plan. That's mm. my plan, my cunning plan. That's a wonderful plan and such good counsel, especially that little bit of kindness in your mindset of you're on a, the road to discovery and to allow the process to unfold. Such good counsel. Thank you again, Nicola. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time, be well.